Welcome to Time Out for Something Spiritual. I'm Tony Clarkson and I'm here with my good friend Michael G. Rachel. Hi everyone. In the last episode that we published last week, uh, we discussed the topic of uh, death. And we asked the question, do you really know? Can you say there is no death or there is death? And, and went through that in detail. We'd like to continue on from that theme and what we'd like to talk about uh, this week is actually what it's really like to die, the actual experience of dying. So, Michael, what is it like to die? What's it like to die? Well, to illustrate that point, uh, I've got to share a story from my spiritual teacher, Joan, who herself is now on the higher side of life. Um, Joan suffered from numerous illnesses and tackled them through... Uh, healing herself. Uh, but as she grew older and her energies waned, uh, she found it increasingly difficult to maintain a healthy uh, state of, of body. And so she uh, decided that she would visit um, a, a noted uh, trans medium who worked with a doctor from the higher side of life, from beyond physical life. Uh, and uh, he would, the, the, the person who did this, the transmedium, would give over his mind and body on a daily basis to allow this spirit doctor to come through and give healing to the people who visited him. And uh, so Joan went to see this uh, particular gentleman and the doctor came through and was giving her healing. And uh, at one point said, now you can ask me any question you want. What would you like to ask me? And she said, I'd like to know what it's like to die. And uh, the spirit who was healing her said, well, that's an unusual uh, question because most people want to know whether they're going to get better, whether I'm going to actually heal them. But uh, thank you for that unusual question. And in response, I'd like to say that uh, on the morning that I died, I woke up in bed and I thought, oh, I really fancy a cup of tea. And the instant that I thought that, a cup of tea in a saucer, piping hot, appeared in my hands. And without thinking, I, I picked up the cup by the handle and began to drink the tea, and then the penny dropped. And I thought, oops. And I realised that this tea, this cup of tea, had materialised in my hands without me having to go make it. And I thought, I've died, haven't I? And at that point, I saw my brother standing next to the bed. And he said, come on, uh, it, it's time for you to leave now with me. And I said, oh, I can't do that because the cleaning lady's about to come in and she'll find my body in the bed and she'll be terribly upset. And he said, no, that's her concern now, not yours. Your term on earth has ended and you've got to come with me. So off we go. And I had various adventures that led to me deciding to come back as a, a qualified spirit doctor, if you like, and help people on earth. But that's what it was like uh, to die. And we've got other examples, haven't we, Tony? In that uh, I had a friend that I'd never met on a physical level who was a, a, a connection to Joan, who was a Spitfire pilot during World War II. And he died in his plane. Uh, funnily enough, he was a doctor as well. And he'd taken someone's place on this particular night and had been shot down. 
and his plane exploded. And he explained to us, didn't he, during a trans session that uh, at that point of the explosion, he felt no pain, uh, no disorientation, but he suddenly found himself not in his plane, but standing in the middle of a runway uh, back at his home base and sitting in front of him in the middle of this runway was uh, a commanding officer at a desk. And he reported to this commanding officer and was allowed to move past him. And he saw behind this man two other men that were his friends and they greeted him warmly. And then he suddenly realized that these two friends had been shot down a couple of weeks before and that they couldn't possibly be here uh, in the flesh because they died. And at that point he realized that he too had died and was taken by them into a very pleasant situation where he met family and friends and then moved on to where he was supposed to be in the higher vibrational spheres uh, beyond this one. So two brief examples of what it's like to die. And Joseph has, has said, hasn't he, in one of the books, your death will not be the frightening experience you expect it to be. In other words, once we've relinquished the, the, the pain or the, the upset of the, the flesh, then we are instantly in a situation where those things disappear and we find ourselves in an altogether, altogether better atmosphere and better state of mind uh, and uh, then move on to where we are supposed to be according to the vibration that we've built into us as a result of the experience that we, experiences that we've had uh, via our life on earth. That can take some time, can't it? The it can. Moving on. Uh, letting go of, of physical, human traits, beliefs, ways of operating. How does that happen? I think we, we got to look, in this segment, we're looking at the actual experience, because people are terrified of it, aren't they? We're terrified of death, particularly here in the West. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's not the experience we, we expect it to be. It's not a terrifying experience. Uh, and I can illustrate that by having gone into trance on perhaps 200 occasions. Uh, that's a guess over the years. And the, the trance experience is very much like dying. There's only a, a very weak link between my spirit mind and body and my physical mind and body. And uh, it, it seems to be a perfectly natural thing to do. I remember that John and myself used to go out on what we called spirit rescues at night. Oh, yeah. Um, the reason why we, we did that and it wasn't handled by some of the spirits that came to visit us is something we can examine in a, in a different podcast, in another podcast. But you would find yourself in the middle of the night being summoned to go and help to, to take somebody across who had got stuck somewhere, to take a spirit across, somebody who had passed and hadn't acclimatized to where they now were and needed a little help to get to where they were supposed to be. And uh, we would stand up and come out of our bodies uh, and be able to look down on our bodies sleeping separately in two different houses. And we would go straight through the wall as though it wasn't there. You could pass through the wall as though it was gauze, as though it was a, a flimsy curtain. Wow. And then you would find yourself in a, in a different atmosphere and in a far better place than this one, Tony in a far brighter place, a, a far more um, vibrationally energizing place than we are at the moment. 
So I think what we're, we're talking about is examining is that death is not something to fear. It's not something we should welcome. We're supposed to be here until we, until we go. But uh, at the moment that we, we pass, um, we, we move on into a far better situation than we have been in on earth. Just deviating slightly, is it preordained that time of death? It's one of the questions that's answered in Joseph's book, Your Life After Death, isn't it? We, we are born with an arc of energy that we are connected to. And we expend that energy slowly throughout our physical lives to the point where that arc of energy will no longer sustain our physical frame. And at that point, as it's expended totally, we move back into the spiritual realms. Is that arc of energy, the end of that arc of energy, uh, preordained? It, it, it is a, a finite amount of energy, but our decisions as we traverse life can expend that energy at a, a, an accelerated rate or at a slower rate. So we are in charge of that uh, arc, not consciously, of course, but our decisions determine when we will go back. But there is a predetermined end to that arc of energy, which can be altered, uh, which can be influenced by how we live our lives and how quickly we expend that arc of energy. I get it. So, Michael, I, I think uh, we've now covered, in the last two episodes, we've covered, uh, first of all, uh, people's attitude towards death yes. and dying. Um, this time we've looked very closely at your experiences and what you've seen through Joan of the dying experience, the actual act of uh, yes, the process, dying. yeah. And, and that actually it isn't something to be fearful of, it's something very pleasant. Yeah. So uh, I think we should call it a day there and then continue under this theme perhaps uh, next week, if that's okay with yes, you. Yes, and next week we're going to go somewhere spooky, aren't we? Because next week we're going to visit the lower astral. And we're going to look at why certain spirits upon physical death find themselves in the lower astral and uh, how they've accomplished that and how they can get out of that state. And what it actually means. What it actually astral. means, of course, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'll look forward to that. Yes. Uh, Michael, until next week, goodbye. God bless. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening and see you next week. Speak to you next week.